this is Peter Modrich from the Peter Modrich podcast. This is episode seven, episode seven, the off season, twenty twenty two. We are going to talk about a whole lot today in a short amount of time, depending on how much time there is. <laughs> Funny. So, um, I'm glad to be back, and wow, it was a crazy, uh, crazy past almost um over the past month basically a lot of things have happened and a lot of changes um i'm just glad to be back and recording an episode here today and it's going to be exciting um uh and i'll be right back after this ad and we will see what will further happen stay tuned for some excitement all right, welcome back. This is Peter Modrich from the Peter Modrich Podcast. Obviously, you heard the 59-second intro. Um, like I said, this is off-season 2022. Um, today, we are coming in uh, with a special guest um, who is a football fanatic. He is an NFL fan. Um, uh, yeah, um, his name is Sebastian. He goes by Sebastian most of the time. Um, to be honest, I've known him, uh, for four years now and I forgot his last name. So anyways, uh, uh, I'll let you, uh, I'll let Sebastian introduce you, um, introduce himself. What's up, Peter? Happy to be here today. That's good. I'm happy, I'm happy that you're here too. Um, so how did you, um, get into being an NFL fan? Weirdly enough, none of my family was ever that big into sports. At the time, I only had one brother and two two parents. So out of random luck, not even through friends, I kind of discovered it by myself late in elementary school. And I would spend some of my Sundays after church. It was a ritual for me, going home, watching the noon Bears game, getting excited for the 720 uh, NBC game. So it was kind of through my own discovery. I would watch those games, and I kind of just got hooked every week. I continued to watch it, so that's kind of my story early on. That's 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 awesome. That's great to hear. And um, when so um, when I first met you, um, Sebastian, um, you uh, we went to the same community college, um, uh, Triton, which is in Illinois. Um, uh, so yeah, it, a, a community college for anyone who doesn't know is a college for people who want to waste money. Um, right, Sebastian? Oh yeah. Easier yeah. option if you're starting to do your school career after high school. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I'd say, I'd say, I know this is a sidebar from NFL, but this is, but I, I'd say my, the highlight there was making friends and, um, and only the the only person I really talk to is is you, and one other person every now and then, and that's that's something that's something I can kind of appreciate because friend friendship is very important in certain in certain things, especially if you in in football you sometimes don't want to be a fan by yourself. You want to have someone else to talk to, right? Oh, that's definitely true. I think yeah, a lot of the people that I met at Triton whether it was you or some of my other friends at the table, it all started with football because we had that instant connection. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I remember, um, um, we, we won't name any names. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, let's, so let's say, um, let's say John Smith, even though John Smith is like one of the, na- one of the name, one of yeah. the, one of those basic names, but I think, we named them John Smith. Um, uh, would talk. What was a huge what Ravens fan or something? And would always I, talk about the was, Ravens. It was weird. He was a Falcons fan who really loved the late the Ravens because they have Lamar Jackson. I think that's yeah, what... yeah. I I remember. I um yeah. I'm I'm just gonna say John Smith because I don't. Even, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember his name. So you can tell me his name later if you remember it. Yeah, that's cool. So yeah, that's um. That's that's our kind of our introduction um, for right now, at least. So what I want to get get got get into is. Why are you a Bears fan? Now, besides the fact that I live in Chicago, 
I think I got drawn towards the team's history. Now, this is something I don't tell a lot of people, but as a very, I don't want to say ignorant, but as a kid who didn't know any better, I just started out when I was like 10 years old saying, hmm, who should I be a fan of? And for some reason, I chose the Steelers. Oh, interesting. I was a fan of them for two years because I was just like, oh, I like the Steelers. They won a lot of Super Bowls. I guess I'll be a fan of them. (laughs) But as to why I became a Bears fan after and why I became so passionate, I have some close family friends who, before I watched football with them, I always watched it by myself, like I said before. Yeah. But when I started to talk to them more and we would hang out, it became more of a group activity. So I would start to shift into like a Bears mentality because I would be watching games with them week after week. So I think that is what really shifted me into becoming like a true Bears fan instead of just watching NFL. Yeah, I'd I'd give I'd give you I'd give you a lot of credit from uh even though I, I used to be a Bears fan myself, like over like I'd say it was like ten years ago. Oh really? But but, but the reason I switched over to the Packers was because the, the biggest problem I had with the Bears was just in the last like twenty years We suck. <laughs> well and well also the biggest problem was you had like 10, 10 starting quarterbacks when the Packers had two franchise um franchise oh, yeah. franchise quarterbacks. So getting 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 back to you becoming a Bears fan, I give you a, a lot of credit because um I mean obviously obviously the Bears are like one of the most well known um franchises to be a fan of or to be a diehard fan even even though they do stink um uh it's just um soldier soldier field is like um uh going there is a an experience and also just um i kind of lost my train of thought well where do you want to go with it oh oh my okay oh here we go sorry my my train of thought was it was smart for you to be more become a, a a Bears fan because even though they lost more, they still had good players. It's just ever ever since they lost, they they won that Super Bowl. What was what what year was that? Then they they won their last Super Bowl. Unfortunately, it has been if I can do the math correctly, thirty six years in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, since then, um, they may have been good for couple years but since then they have been uh they've gone downhill exactly yeah ever since that great season like you said we've had like a a few great years here in between yeah but mostly it's just seven and nine eight and eight just on repeat yeah um so yeah um you you going from you stop being a Steelers mainly just a Steelers fan which uh, was a good decision because um Ben Roethlisberger had his prime, his primes days, and now he's he re, he should have retired like two, three years ago because there was a there was a on, ongoing joke. He was a penguin. He waddles oh, sure. like a penguin. I've also um, seen the one where he's a redwood tree, can't move. <laughs> so yeah, it's um, I I just like that. Like every team has good players, but it comes down to. The chemistry. Oh yeah, like, very much. Like the two over the past two years. So you have. So here's here's an, an example. Um. Well, going when Tom Brady left the Patriots, the first year, he was a Buccaneer. He won a Super Bowl with. With the team, his first year on that team. Yep. And get what did Matthew Stafford do the next year? Again, same thing. New team, same exact thing. So, in the past, Tom Brady had had great chemistry with the team, but then just his chemistry, the chemistry deteriorated, and the the chemistry with the Buccaneers is a lot more relaxing, and um, for Tom Brady at least. Um, and Matthew Stafford, as 
if you paid attention to his skill, one of his skills that he has is obviously he's a really good quarterback. He can play while he's while he's banged up and injured. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's something he has in common with Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't do it as well. I think I remember a specific game referring to uh, Stafford playing banged up, either his rookie year or his second year, where Stafford, can't remember the exact uh, injury, but I think he dislocated his shoulder, final play of the game, still goes down the field and can throw the winning touchdown while playing hurt. That's what showed me, man, this guy's going to play through anything if you can play through a dislocated shoulder. And this was his 13th or 14th. I think this was his 13th season. And and if you look back in the his, history, um, it's something Johnson is. A, so if you look at it, you give him credit for the two wide receivers within the last 20 years who have the most receiving yards. Oh, that's uh, right. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So Coop, Cooper Cup and next to Cooper Cup. There was a receiver with the Lions. He was, he was 81. His number was 81. Calvin Johnson, yep. Yeah, Calvin Johnson. So those – he – if you give if you give Matthew Stafford credit, he he's thrown to two of the best receivers of yards per season of all time. And well, within the last 10, 10 to 15 – well, 20 years. Yeah, I know some people are going to look at them and say, oh, the receivers are the one that carried Stafford, that helped Stafford. No. But, yeah, exactly. I think the quarterback is always going to be more important than the receiver, at least in my opinion. Yes. So I think while they can catch all they want, Stafford's ability to, to create plays, that arm strength, throw them open, he deserves, I won't say all, but he deserves a no. lot of the credit for having Cooper Cup and Calvin Johnson having those great seasons. Yeah. That that's 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 the thing. Obviously, the quarterback is a very important, one of the most important players. But every but every player contributes. You know that's 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 the thing. Like, um, quarterbacks get talked about so often and stuff like that. I I mean I understand. You know, uh, these quarterbacks are great and stuff like that. But they always get talked. For some reason, they get talked about more is just, just of the throws they make. But then, obviously, next to next to quarterbacks would be wide receivers. Next to that would be running backs, and then then there you go for like defensive players, safeties, cornerbacks, um, uh, linebackers, uh, guards, or whatever else uh, positions are called. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um. I'd say one of the mistakes the Bears made um, was getting rid of Mitchell Trubisky. Weirdly enough, okay, so I'll put it this way. Early on in Trubisky's career, when you're going into 2017, 2018, I had a lot of promise for him because we had good records and he seemed like he was stepping up. So at that time, I was like, okay, I think this guy can be our future. And then obviously the last two years with him, that was 2019 and 2020, we all saw a little bit of regression from him. So everybody was like clowning him. Oh, he got picked before Patrick Mahomes. And I understand that. Yeah. So when we let him go and then we drafted Fields, I was really excited for Fields. I was one of the people that thought that Fields was going to be one of the best in the NFL, as crazy Mm. as I might sound for that. (laughs) But I don't blame you. But the interesting thing about Trubisky this year, and I don't know if you heard about the signing, but he signed with the Steelers on a two-year contract. Yeah, I, I saw that. So it's going to look really stupid of us if he spends a year in Buffalo, develops behind Josh Allen, and then he starts in Pittsburgh and does really well because then you see that potential from early in his career and he can turn it into something. That will show that it was kind of a dumb decision because it was yeah. our team, not him. Yeah, that, 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 makes, that makes total sense. And obviously, the Bears' biggest the Bears' biggest problem was not besides it was you had the two biggest problems was the quarterback situation and then Matt Nagy. I totally agree. Yep. Because first going into the going into the seat into the season, 
most people were expecting Justin Fields to be in, uh, the, the starting quarterback the entire season. But then, obviously, he he got injured. And then it was Andy Dalton who was like, this is my team. And he and he was like, you know, as long as I'm, I'm here, I'm the starting quarterback. Yeah. So the funny thing is, within the last the last of not the season that just ended the season before you had like, I'd say like three or four quarterbacks who got traded to another team who were starting quarterbacks and then pushed to be backups that happened to Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles and Andy Dalton. But it, it happened to Andy Dalton cause he, he doesn't have any good chemistry with any team. Yeah. Ever since he got released by the Bengals a couple of years back. And the 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 sad thing is with Nick Foles, he had his glory days, and he's a Super Bowl champion. So you're like, you you might think in a certain sense, why would you take why would you take why would you take a Super Bowl champion quarterback, and put him at third string quarterback? Yeah, it makes no sense. But at the same time, he's been in the league for a while now, for like over seven years, maybe. Uh, I think it is around seven or eight, somewhere around there. He's um, he's he's one of those quarterbacks who's ha- who's had a out of their prime. So there's two different things with quarterbacks. They can either have efficiency over a while, and they can play good on and off. Well, like efficiency means they're good their entire career. Well, not perfect, but good. Yeah. And then there's players who have their prime. Tom Brady is one of those players who's been efficient because this will be his 23rd season, which he's crazy. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah, because I'm since we're talking about Tom Brady now for a sidebar, I am super. Once I heard he's coming out of retirement, I kind of kind of flipped my mind. Yeah, same stupid. You know, the fact that he's choosing to do this, spending one more year over spending time with his family. His kids are getting older now. Um, I mean, especially his oldest son is like somewhere in like middle school sometime almost. Um, you only have certain and you're going to be 45 during the during the season. I'm, he said, yeah, there's unfinished finished business, unfinished business in the NFL is not more is less important than spending time with your kids. You already have your own business. You spend time and enjoy retirement because the fact that you want to can you had you've had seven Super Bowl rings. You there is no other quarterback that will ever I, I'm saying ever probably never achieve or achieve a goal to win more than seven rings oh it's yeah it's possible it's possible but the prob the probability of it happen is is like a slim chance i think when you look at the fact that no team has over six super bowls and yet tom brady alone has seven that alone goes to show that if no team can get as many as him what makes you think that a player is going to ever get close to seven again oh yeah for, for sure. So, yeah, just I I was telling I told a couple people the first person that I talked to about this was um another guy who I just I see like probably like two or three times a month with this music group I'm in. Anyways, besides um I talked to him about football. Um, he was like, "Did you see the Tom Br- Tom Brady?" I was like, "Yeah, I saw that." And I was like, "I will never. I will not. I will." do my best to not watch a Tom Brady NFL game this season because I don't want to see the guy get injured. It, yeah, that's one of the things. I'm Even though he's only had one injury-filled year in his career, and that was back in 2008 when he tore his ACL, but other than that, he's been injury-free. But that is the scariest thing. It's like you're turning 45, you're getting older and older, that's something that could easily happen, especially with the, the physicality of the players coming yeah. into the NFL now. Yeah, it's it's like I because if he gets injured, I don't I need I need to 
even even though on 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 Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, obviously it's going to be posted. I mean, later on in life, probably I'll see it. But I wanted I want to do my best not to see that because originally I used to not be a Tom Brady fan, but the only I've grown to respect him and like him a little bit for everything he's done. Even though some of the maybe some of the games he was they were just given to him. Yeah, but he's he's. He's to the point where he's gotten. He's worked his butt off. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't want to see the best player of all time in the NFL get injured in a video clip. Yeah, like it, it's all about so, legacy too. You have so this great career, yeah. and then the last thing that we ever see from you is getting injured on the field. Yeah, that was bad. I don't, I don't. I'm promising myself I don't want to I'm not going to watch any of his games this season. I'm I, I'm going to do my best not not to try to watch any of his games. I do believe the Packers and Buccaneers face once. So you might have to watch at least one of them. Well, here's the here's here's the here's the thing. There I think I did see something about Tom Brady playing for the Bucks, but he might go but I don't know if the Bucks fully want to stay with him. I'm that will be interesting I, if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, but we'll see. Because Jalen Jalen Ramsey posted a, a tweet. He's like, "Throw the last touchdown on someone else." Because the oh, last touchdown of his career was to Mike Evans, and Jalen Ramsey was covering him. Yeah, that was hilarious. Was, uh, yeah. So he's gonna be like, "I'm so happy." And also, the funny thing is. <laughs> You gotta feel bad for the guy who, oh, I bought Tom Brady's last touchdown football. Oh yeah, I heard about for half that. a million, half 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 a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred thousand dollars for a football. You know for a fact that if they're spending half a million dollars on a football, they've got money for sure. Yes, for sure. But I wouldn't even do that. I would not. I would not. I would never, I would never think of doing that, even if it was for some epic football. Because are you gonna ever throw that around? No. No, exactly. Why? Why would you? Why would you spend that kind of money? I mean, you could if you want. I mean, if you, if you, if you want to actually throw it around, like it's probably gonna have signatures on it. If it doesn't have signatures on it, I'd take it and I'd throw it around. I wouldn't care if you threw it. If I, if I get it dirty, I get it dirty. Exactly. Yeah. Pro football because. So yeah, that's 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 the crazy part. Um, we'll see where Tom Brady goes from there. And segueing, um, yeah, I don't, I, I just like I said before, Tom, Tom Brady. We'll see, we'll see what his decision is. You never know. What, yeah. Um, the off the off season um season doesn't start till September, so. Um, the preseason is basically just practice games. Um, uh, and, uh, so segueing over a little bit to Aaron Rodgers, um, I'm going to be honest, he's had a bad relationship for three years in a row. So three years in a row, his first three seasons with, um, Matt LaFleur, they choked each time in the playoffs. Two years in the conference championship, they choked to the 49ers. They choked against um, uh, the Buccaneers, and then they choked against the the 49ers again in the divisional. Yeah, but the thing was, how much longer can they be a a a, a Super Bowl competitive team? That looked that they looked great this year. They they looked better than they did last year. I was talking to people this year, and they were saying the Packers were the best team in the NFC, and they were going to make it to the Super Bowl. So they clearly had all the talent. They they definitely had all the talent. the The huge problem was in that in that divisional game is Aaron Aaron Rodgers' entire time was throwing the ball to to Devontae Adams. He might have once thrown it to one other receiver. He didn't take advantage of Randall Cobb at all. Yeah. Um, you had all your wide receivers healthy. You had 
So I think I'm I'm kind of like I'm shying away from being an Aaron Rodgers fan, even though I am I'm a fan. I'm a fan of him, but not as much as anymore because I know I might say to some of the people who are going to end up listening to this, who are going to disagree, I don't care. Well, this is where you share your opinion, and people just respect respect to it, and and some and these podcast episodes are just entertainment to listen to, and just sometimes just rant, which is nice. Yeah. Um. So. I think he was. I think this year. I think this year. I don't know about last year. He was just trolling, because he about the entire like once once the season ended, a lot of the times like you know like that one post he created on Instagram that yeah. that seemed like maybe people were speculating he might be retiring or going to another team, like the Broncos are open. Or, or a chance, or the Steelers, or the Colts. Um, I think, I think, I think a lot of that was just either misleading or trolling. I, I'm leaning towards that too because he made it really convincing that oh, this team is not respecting me. I'm going to go somewhere else. But then, lo and behold, this contract comes out and it's three million or no? What is it? Three years? Is it one hundred fifty million? I'm not exact. I'm not exactly sure, but it's. Uh, I I I don't. I'll just however long he plays, I'll pay attention to it. But it, um, it's, it's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, especially for someone who let me check the age is 38 years old at the moment. And he and and he's and he's the biggest. Um, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest thing about him is when people look into his personal life. Um, he has an issue with his family. He he doesn't talk to his family anymore. Yeah. Um, I know that's something I personally have never wanted to talk about because what I what I focus on when it comes to, to the only player that I that I have loved, I've really liked his skill and appreciated all every, everything about his career. Um involving football i just haven't really ever wanted to focus on his personal life his personal family life but when you i don't necessarily know what happened there if he shut out his brothers and his sister and his mom and his parents why would you do that like it seems like they you would you could have so much more of a healthy relationship relationship and in in that instagram post he um posted it said he was thankful for shailene woodley so does um does that mean he's what 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 would you say is in your opinion do you think they're broken up broken up or not i think they are i think i saw in a post somewhere that it might have been a mutual breakup yeah they're not on bad terms but yeah that that's definitely might still be talking but i think they are broken up yeah, that's that's a th- that's the thing you don't know about the media. Sometimes there's so many there's so many different articles that go around. It's like one source, oh, um, E News, um, uh, Hollywood News, the, the Fix, or something like that, or all the sports sports drama. There's like ten to fifteen articles. Oh, Shailene Woodley, Aaron Rodgers are done, or um, Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson seen together. <laughs> yeah. Like you have all these different different sports sites and articles saying different things. You don't know which one to trust. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, yeah, it's and and that's 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 the thing. Aaron Aaron Rodgers made a huge. He, I I think the perfect person for him to stay with. I don't know. I feel bad that him and Danica split up because Danica was a perfect fit for him. Also an athlete, obviously in NASCAR. So like you do have the respect of putting up your passion into the work you do. Yeah, it's it it, it might it, I don't I don't know. It's it's just it's just sad that they ended up splitting because it was probably one, one because I just I just wish they were still together because they were actually they actually seemed happy together and 
then you and you see then you see a, like just the age difference between Aaron Rodgers. He sound he he just looks too old to play. <laughs> yeah, you're yes. starting to see the gray hairs come in. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's that's that's yeah, that's definitely something. Um, so yeah, enough about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Um, um, what would you say? Uh, so do you think um Justin Fields would have a better year, um, coming ahead of him? Okay, so the optimistic side of me wants to say yes, but I'm just doubting what we have going forward. I'll need to see how the draft goes. Because mm. the coach that we hired, Matt Eberflus, was the former defensive coordinator for the Colts. So yeah. in that sense, he can help teach fields, hey, these are formations, these are different rotations, but you can't help him like an offensive-minded guy would. Mm-hmm. So we have to put a lot of our trust into our OC, which, funny enough, is the Packers' former quarterback coach. So that's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a lot of preseason and early season just seeing how does the offense run. If we see that the scheme is sort of built around fields and then we draft a wide receiver, I'm pretty hopeful. But the pieces have to fall into place for that to all go well. So um – I think I think even though it it seems really really bad that's um ne- negativity about it but I'm happy I'm happy Zadarius Smith is gone. Oh you are? Yeah because um uh Devon Devondre Campbell is basically I'm um, isn't he like the same um oh Rashawn Gary wasn't he playing the same exact position as him? Rashawn Gary, yep. You guys drafted uh, him out of Michigan. Yeah, and like I'm, two years I'm ago, same position. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he's still there. It's I hope I think there's I think he's still on contract or they better resign him because Zadarius Smith is not as good as he used to be. But the thing I, he, he got say... signed, he got signed by Baltimore. He did, yeah. Going back to where his career started. Yeah. I will say that Zadarius, he is getting older and he is coming off an injury. He can provide something, but I think the best isn't in front of him. Rashawn yeah. Gary is only improving with nine and a half sacks this year, and he'll probably get more now that he has the more playing time. Yeah, and Preston Smith was Pre- Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary were just outstanding and outstanding duo together. Oh yeah, and then Preston stole on the team, believe I right. Yeah, yeah, they he he signed a like two year uh, or or contract or something. It was like worth almost like over four. I think it was worth almost over thirty million dollars or something. Okay, okay, so he's there for a couple yeah. more years then. Yeah, so he yeah he's def- definitely worth definitely worth the extension. Um, and there's this thing going around, not knowing if Rasul Douglas is going to stay around. If if they get rid of Rasul Douglas, who had what like five interceptions for them? Uh, five interceptions, two for yeah, touchdowns. Two, two, yeah, two back-to-back game pick sixes. And would you? And two game enders. I know one. Was it the Cardinals game in, in the end zone? Yes, that's there what we go. Ended the, that's what ended their game streak. That was probably what the defense, in, in my opinion, one of the defensive players of the year. A, AJ Green was just was like. What happened? He was lost. He did not know where that ball was going. Yeah, that that was and Kyler Kyle Kyle Kyler Murray. The one thing is with him is he's he's good. He's young. He's good and young. Just when he's in the pocket, when he's in the pocket, he sucks. Yeah, uh, I don't know who to compare him to really because we haven't seen a player like him. No. But you're exactly right. He kind of sucks in the pocket. The more you get him moving, that's where he starts to get better. Yeah, moving yeah, you, is really you his element. There's no one. Well, if he's in the pocket, you can compare him to like Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. But I mean, yeah, that's that was that was. He also had the game under for I think the Brown the Browns game. Um, Russell Douglas. Yeah, he he got the interception too. I believe it was that one, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, to to keep him around would be a huge, huge thing. 
to keep Javier Alexander around would be, I mean, it's not it's not the biggest priority, but Javier Alexander when he contributes and and plays really good, he is a huge factor. So that would be good to keep him oh, around. Yeah. Over we all know that. He got injured this past year. Yeah. Before that, 2020, second team all pro, Pro Bowl. So he can definitely provide some good coverage for that yes. team. Though, um, I think it was for the, like the past two seasons, I've been saying myself, get rid of Kevin King. Yep. Once he, once he screwed over them in the buck, he, he's taller than Scotty Miller, and Scotty Miller scored a touchdown on him. And also, he was the reason. He also, on Mike Evans. <laughs> but even though that that shouldn't have been holding, it... what play I'm talking about? I think I do. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, back to me. it's in the conference championship, and they got the first down because of that, and then the game was over. Yeah, Kevin King did not just did not have a good game that day. No, and he's. He's just not as good. And Eric Eric Stokes has has um Eric Stokes was up and down, but he um once he got the intercept once that first time he got that interception, I can't remember which which um quarterback was that against. I think the name is escaping me, but I do remember the player talking about. Um. Uh. So yeah, Eric 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 Stokes. I think one of his best performances was against when DeAndre Hopkins was playing. That was a good one, yeah. Eric Stokes as a corner is just so technically sound and he has the speed to match. Yeah. So I don't want to say he can cover with the best of the best, but no. he can do what he needs to do to limit them. Yeah, and he's um Yeah, just 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 watching watching him. He's like a year older than older than me, but like um, a couple of years, I think it might be early '99 or, uh, because there are some there are some players right now in the league that are actually a little bit younger than me. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting to the point where some of these NFL draftees are getting younger than us. Well, almost younger than you, but I don't think anyone's in the 2000s yet. Maybe like one or two, but not any of the big names. You're probably right. No, yeah, I. Uh, oh, excuse me. I think Jamar. I think Jamar Chase is younger than me. Because you're 22 now, right? Yeah, I'll be 23 in September. Okay, Jamar Chase. Interesting. March first, 2000. Yeah, that that. It's it's hilarious how how some of these players look like they're like five years older yeah it's just I like think it's because as fans we always look at these players and think they're so much more so much bigger so much older yeah but then when you realize they're just the same age as you it, it's kind of weird to think about you do think oh he looks a little older than he should be yeah he he does so yeah it's um um i'm gonna talk about there's I think there's three more players we can talk about, and then I'll probably let you go because it's already been almost 40 minutes, and I don't want to take up too much more of your time. That's cool, yeah. Um, so, Marcos Valdez-Scantling is one, um, one of the players, and then Ellen Robinson. And then um, I did want to talk about him earlier, Alan Lazard. Okay, um, yeah. So, I want to – because uh, MVS and then Darnell Mooney, that um, ties over between those two teams. But Alan Lazard, I th- I think um, I think he's staying. I'm pretty sure he's going to be with the Packers next year because he had an outstanding performance. He had like what like three or four less touchdowns than Devontae Adams. Around there, yeah, yeah, yeah. He. He had eight touchdowns this, this year, and like, uh, that out of his like, I think this was his third, or, no, his fourth season. Out of like his first three seasons, he had only six. So he has become 
this season he was a true number two wide receiver next to Randall Cobb. If Randall Cobb wasn't injured, it would probably would have been shared between the both of them or MVS because what MVS is um, uh, contributor is he's the deep threat. He goes further. He catches the, the, the deep balls. Alan Lazard is like he can do basically anything except for um, playing the slot. Yeah. Um, and Randall Cobb is can use when he was younger. He used he can do anything. He can yeah. play it. He can he can play at any wide receiver position, just like Devontae Adams. But he's smaller. Even though I'm a Bears fan, I. I... I can admit, Randall Cobb, in my mind, was always one of the more underrated receivers in the mid-2010s. I don't think people gave him credit like he deserved. Yeah, especially like in his, in his first NFL debut, he scored a punt, a kick return or a punt return. I remember on the Saints. It, that, was, that, was a, that was great. And then um, there, was a, there was a Bears game where he caught a, touch, he caught a touchdown. And yet the Packers lost, and um, and the he caught up, he got, he caught up, he got a, um, he caught a, a ball, um, against it was, I think it was a divisional, a divisional game, and that's what got them, or the comp, I think it was a conference championship, and the Packers got to the, to the um, to the conference, uh, to the Super Bowl. Sebastian? It was the conference championship versus the Bears, right? Yeah. It was I think it was Randall Cobb who scored a touchdown to end the game or something. Oh no, no, no. I'm remembering which one it was. So twenty ten was the conference championship. It was that was the game where it's like, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the Bears. It was Erlacher, BJ Raji got the pick six. Do you remember no, that? Oh yeah, no, no. I was, I'm thinking of different. I'm thinking of a different one. It must have been a divisional because Randall Cobb didn't join the league till 2011. So I do remember what game it was. I'm not going to remember the exact season, but I think it was like 2013. Around that time, it was the last game of the year. It was win and get in for the Bears. And if the Packers won, I think it was also either winning get in or there was like seeding important stuff. That was yeah. the game where the Bears blew their coverage and Randall Cobb was wide open down the field, right? Yeah. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. It was it was it was that it was that game in twenty fourteen, you're right. Because the the week after, I think you guys played the Vikings in the wild card, right? Uh I think so, yes. There we go, um, yeah. Um I'm I'm just gonna agree with you because you know, even though I know a lot about football you know a lot more <laughs> yeah my um, football history knowledge is probably way more than it should be but there is nothing wrong with it at all because there is i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say there's um a, a lot more people than you have a lot bigger of football knowledge oh yeah which is crazy so you, you should not blame yourself for that i respect that um uh yeah that's um so tying over just to last last thing to um, um, talk about is MVS. I saw there's there's um that that they could that um they um um the Packers could lose um MVS to the Bears in free agency. I was hearing about that. Yeah, I I wasn't seeing if the rumors were confirmed or how true they were. But I saw a lot of rumors about different wide receivers. But I wouldn't mind getting MVS. I think he's a really good player. Yeah, I, I, I mean that would be a huge loss for the Packers, but it would be a huge gain for the Bears. Um, huge gain. Plus, it would help balance out the fact that you took uh, Adrian Amos from us a couple years back. Oh, they. Oh, you, you actually did. That's that's weird. I didn't. I, I didn't know that. Um. Uh. Yeah, and I saw that for Russell Douglas too. Um, yeah, we could, but if if they don't re- if they don't resign Russell Douglas, Packers are just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What they're thinking. I, he wasn't that great of a player before, but then this past year really stepped it up. 
So in my mind, you have to award somebody who gave your team the best of his years. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alan. So it's funny because Alan was Alan Robinson, not this season, not this just this, uh, not the season that just happened. The season before that season, he was the leading receiver, right? Yep. And then he was actually he got, the Bears' leading receiver for the past two years. Yeah, and then he got injured, and then it became Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I so, think. It was a couple of things. You brought up two really good ones. Darnell Mooney started to step up. Allen Robinson got injured. Yeah. But I have uh, a stats website up. So you can look at the stats and say, oh, he also had a down year. But the years before, he had 150-plus targets. This past year, only 66, which begs the question, oh, why wasn't he being targeted? To, to most Bears fans, it seems like Matt Nagy wasn't really using him in the offense like they had in the past. Yeah. For one reason, we have no idea, but that's another reason why Nagy's so hated on. Well, that's that, that could be the reason. Um, but, um, yeah, Alan, there, um, is Alan, Alan was, uh, Robinson is a free agent, right? Uh, at the moment, he is, yeah. So some people, um, I also saw rumors that he could be going to the Bears. I mean, the not the Bears; he's already in the Bears. The Packers. Yeah, I was seeing that too. Like we pick up MVS, and then you guys sign Al Robson, basically a swap. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad trade. Both great receivers. Allen Robinson, Robinson is a deep threat, but Darnell Mooney would be a better choice for a deep threat. I'll say this: it's a win-win for both sides. Yes. Because, uh, if you guys keep Devontae, like let's say you sign him to a long-term contract, he's obviously your number one. Allen Robinson's a great number two. And then Robinson gets to play with a great QB for the first time in his career. You guys would be amazingly set on offense. Yeah, and then then let's say Devontae Adams wouldn't stay. The only reason... If Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, Devontae Adams would just leave. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Definitely. But the the only reason the only reason if I were Devontae Adams to say is Aaron Rodgers is there. Um if if for some odd reason Devontae Adams left or he got traded, I don't know why they would do that. That would be the dumbest dumb the dumbest dumbest decision over off season, over the off season. The well, number one the, the number one go to receiver would be Alan Lazard. Yeah. I don't know and, if you and, saw any of the, the news going on, but you saw how the Packers franchise tagged uh, yeah. Devontae? Yeah, so that that, bas- that basically means he can't be traded or anything like that, right? Yeah, he, he can't go to free agency, can't be traded or whatever, but Devontae responded with saying, oh, I'm not going to play under the franchise tag. So what my thinking is, oh, they're definitely going to try and extend him. He wants that full-term deal. That's what he's really going after. Okay, so, so most, so most, so basically, seventy percent he's going to end up playing for them. Probably, so, yeah, I think so. But yeah, if if they were to get that, would, that would be a that would be a great a great swap, and MVS probably could end up probably having better chemistry there. I I think. I think that could be a a good. I think that would be a good thing because then Alan, Alan Robinson there, there could be good chemistry. And Randall Cobb isn't going anywhere; he's staying with the Packers. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to finish his career there. You know, he. I think he has two to three years left. And worst comes to worst, let's say you do have some receivers ahead of him. He'll always provide some good chemistry with Rodgers. He'll provide experience, yeah. so he's not a bad piece. To yeah, that he, yeah, he's a he's a team he's a team he's a team player, and um, so I'm just excited for the two rookie for the three rookies for the next year that are in the NFC. I'm just excited to see what happens with Justin Fields and Eric Stokes, and because um, they're still technically rookies, and also. Um, Amari Rodgers, I'm excited to see what he can provide next year. Yeah, as a receiver, as a returner, he has a lot to provide. So, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that because this is um, – 
approaching when, the hour mark now. Uh, well, yeah, base, base, well, uh, 50 minute mark because we didn't start till the 10. So Fair. I'm, I'm just happy we were able to get to the to do this and um, uh, talk. Uh, this was uh really 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 fun and um, uh, you probably have to end up doing something and I I appreciate you doing this and thank you for your time sebastian this is awesome definitely yeah it was a lot of fun for sure um and um uh thank you again um sebastian um so um i'm i'm gonna okay thank you for listening to the peter bondage podcast episode seven this um uh the off season 2022 um yeah, um, thank you again to Sebastian for his time. I appreciate that. Um, and yeah, you guys, um, um, go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at P-E-T-E-R-M-O-D-R-I-C-H. Again, thank you. And you can listen to my podcast either on Anchor or on Spotify. And make sure to subscribe. That would be really cool. And yeah, listen and tell your friends and um, I'll have an episode com- episode coming out next week. All right. Uh, you guys have a great um, great day. Enjoy your day.